Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Hannah Harshi, and this week I'm just Hannah Harshi. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I have a co-host, Harley Johnson, and each week we record an episode breaking down the Michigan football and basketball games from that week. Um, those episodes are about an hour long, and they're like the most fun thing in the universe. Um, but we decided to start a mini-series in the middle of each week where we spend about 15 minutes. It's just one of us, and we'll break down a fundamental Michigan football or basketball concept. Our thinking with this is basically that well, first of all, it can be difficult to understand our regular podcasts if you don't have an understanding of f- football or basketball, so we wanted to make it easier for you guys to understand our podcast. But then also that, like, if you go to a school like Michigan, sports are such a cultural thing, especially football, that even if you don't care about football at all and you have no desire to care about football, chances are you're going to get dragged to a football game sooner or later. So we wanted to make, like, sort of a resource so that football can be more fun for you. We're not going to turn everyone into psycho fans like we are, but... Um, hopefully this can be a resource so the next time you go to the big house like you can have a decent idea of what's going on and hopefully have some fun let us know on instagram or like twitter or wherever you find us if um this helps you and that if you have more fun at a football game because of it because that would really um warm our hearts but so basically last week harley did an episode breaking down like the stats of football because we go over stats a lot in our podcast so um listen to that and then two weeks ago I did an episode that broke down the roster basically it was just like the names to know on the Michigan football team so I just talked about the biggest names that like if you're in a conversation about Michigan football people will definitely mention those names and then this week um I am embarking on a more difficult journey I'm like very nervous about this episode (laughs) um Basically, I'm just going to try to explain football, like the entire sport, um, and just like how it works, how you score, how you move the ball down the field. Obviously, we're keeping these episodes to like 15 to 20 minutes, and football is probably the most confusing sport in the universe, so I'm not going to be able to explain everything. I spent a while deciding which concepts I'm going to talk about and which I'm going to leave out, um, which was honestly hard because football has a lot of moving parts. And I want to create this like whole like comprehensive resource so you can listen to this episode and then you'll be a football expert. But the truth is like I'm not even a football expert. I swear every single game there's like at least one or two moments where I'm staring at the field like what on earth is going on down there? Like what are they doing? Especially with Michigan football. So that is <laughs> all that being said, like hopefully after you listen to this episode, you'll be able to go to a game and be like, oh, that's what's like happening. They're trying to get a first down there. Oh, they got a first down. They didn't get a first down. They punted the ball away. Um you'll be able to understand all of that, but I guarantee there will still be moments where you're like, okay, I have no idea why people are cheering right now, and that's okay. Um, So I'm going to try to get into it. Hopefully it's not too confusing. Um, I'm speaking, okay, that was negative. I'm going to be positive. Hopefully it's wonderful. Okay, so um, the game starts with a kickoff, which basically in its core fundamental terms is one team kicks the ball to the other team who receives the ball. Um, And that team that receives the ball will either run with it or they'll put it on the 25-yard line. There are a few different things that could happen there, and I'm not going to completely go into it, but the team kicks the ball to the other team, that team receives it, that team is now on offense. Um, A thing about football that differentiates it from, like, I don't know, basketball, is that there's a two-platoon system. I don't know if anyone else in the world uses the term two-platoon system except me, but I really use that term a lot because I like to brag that Michigan head coach Fritz Kreisler um, invented the two-platoon system in 1945. Fritz Kreisler was one of the first Michigan football coaches. Um, If you've been to Kreisler Arena, which is where the basketball team plays, the basketball team. It's where the basketball games are. Um, it's named after him. So basically, Fritz Kreisler invented the idea that 
instead of having one group of players that like sometimes plays on offense and sometimes plays on defense, you have a completely different set of players on the team when the team is on offense versus when the team is on defense. So it's not like basketball where you run back and forth on the court, you play defense, then you go on the other side and play offense. On football, you bring your offensive guys on when you want to be on, when you're on offense, and then you bring your defensive guys on when the other team's on offense. Um, so say your team is on offense. Um, you just received the kickoff, so you have the football. Your goal is to get down to the other side of the field to that end zone. Um, the end zone is literally both sides of the field on the Michigan football field. It says Michigan on it. It's hard to miss. It's just <laughs> the two like blocks of turf on each side of the field. Um, and your goal is to move down to that end zone, and that's how you score. Um, so the line of scrimmage is the yard line where the football is at any given point in time. Um, so at this point, it might be kind of hard to envision it, but if you're at a football game and you see this, you'll understand it. They put the football down at a certain yard line and your goal is to keep moving forward to the end zone. If you can't envision it right now, just like wait until you can see a football field and then it will be pretty intuitive. Um, isn't that great teaching? Just wait, you'll, you'll get it when you see it. It it will make sense when you're there. Um, so from that line of scrimmage, you have four attempts to move the football 10 yards. This sounds kind of confusing, but basically, so the football is one place, you look down the field 10 yards, that's where you want to get it. Once you get there, you're good. (laughs) You move the football down the field 10 yards at a time. So when you are at that current line of scrimmage, you will get four tries to move the football 10 yards. And each try, each attempt to move the football 10 yards is called a down. So you have the football down at that line of scrimmage. It's your first attempt to move it 10 yards. That's called a first down. And then you have you go down and distance. So how many yards do you have to move it? You have to move it 10 yards. So it's first down and 10 yards. And you'll hear hear that it's first and 10. It's your first try to move it and you have to move it 10 more yards. Then say, and I'll I'll get into how you move it, but hypothetically say you move it two yards. So then you run your second try. So it's second and you've already moved it two yards. So it's second and eight. And then say you try to move it again and you don't move it at all. Well, Now you're on your third try and you still have eight yards to go or say, and then say after that one, you move it four yards. So then your fourth, if you're on your fourth try and you have four yards to go because you were at eight and now you moved it four. So you're at four yards to go. There's a little bit of addition and subtraction. So if you're not a math major, like I'm not, you might be like, wait, they moved it two yards. (laughs) Like it's, you might have to do some basic um, subtraction and addition here. So I hate to break that to you. So You get four tries to move it 10 yards. How many times can I say that? And each try is called down. Once you move it 10 yards, you get another four tries. You get a fresh start. So you get another first down. So say you're at first and 10. You're on your first down and you have 10 yards to go. Um, Say you throw it 20 yards and someone catches it. You moved it more than 10 yards. So now you're first and 10 again. You have another 10 yards to go before you get another first down. Or say you move it, you're first and 10, you move it five yards, so then you're second and five, and then you move it two yards, so then you're third and three, and then you move it five yards, so five yards is more than three, you're past that 10-yard marker, and now you have another first and 10. So every time you get it past the 10 yards from that original line of scrimmage, you start over at first and 10. Um, And then how do you move the football? So there are a few different ways you can move the football. And by move the football, I mean, so you have 10 yards to go, and then you go, it's your first and 10, you have, we run your first down, you have 10 yards to go, and then you move it 
three yards, so now you're second and seven. How did you get it from first from 10 yards to seven yards? There are a few ways to do that. So the center is a position on the football field. <laughs> the center will snap the ball to the quarterback. The quarterback is kind of runs the team. He gets that football at the beginning and he has the decision to make, or if there's a play drawn up for him, he executes on that play. So generally the football will either hand the ball off to a running back who will run with the ball, throw it to a receiver who will presumably catch the ball, or sometimes less often, but you see this sometimes with Shea, the quarterback will keep the ball and the quarterback himself will run with it. So those are the ways to move the football. Um, With Michigan, they hand it off to the running back a lot. So a lot of times the running back will run it up the middle just for, you know, three or four yards. So then you're at like, (laughs) with Michigan, you see a lot of second and eight, second and nine, second and seven, because they generally just run a couple yards for the first down. Um, And how does a down end? So if a player is running with the ball, if a player is tackled, so any part of his body besides his hands or his feet touches the ground because of a defensive player who like knocked him over or pulled him down, um, that ends the, the down. So if a player is tackled, he hits the ground, the down ends there, and that's where the ball is. If the player with the ball goes out of bounds, the down, the down will end wherever that player went out of bounds, and the ball will be placed there. Um, if the pass is incomplete, so if the quarterback tries to throw it to a receiver and the receiver doesn't catch it, then the down ends. So if the quarterback has the ball, it's uh, let's say it's first and 10, and he throws it down the field to Tariq Black, a receiver, and Tariq Black has the ball. Um, if he threw it more than 10 yards, then that's another first and 10. Say that that pass was only 9 yards, then it's second and 1. Um, say that Shea Patterson throws the ball it's intended for Donovan Peoples-Jones, but DPJ didn't catch it. It lands on the ground. Then the ball, the ball, I can't speak. The ball goes back to where Shea Patterson was when he threw it, and it's second and ten. So you still have ten more yards to go. It goes back to where it was when the quarterback was going to throw it. Say it's second and five, and Shea Patterson tries to throw the ball to DPJ. DPJ doesn't catch it. Then the ball goes back to where um, Shea Patterson was when he threw it. Now it's third and five. So those are the ways that you move the football down. Um, In an ideal world, you keep moving the football down the field until it ends up in the other team's end zone and you get a touchdown. So what a touchdown is, is basically when a player on your team goes in the other team's end zone with the ball. So either that's a quarterback throws the ball to a player in the end zone. So say Nico Collins is in the end zone and (laughs) Nico Collins is waiting in the end zone. Shea Patterson throws him the ball. Nico Collins catches it when he's in the end zone. That's a touchdown. Or say Shea Patterson has the ball, hands it off to Zach Charbonnet, and Charbonnet runs into the end zone. That's a touchdown. Or say Shea Patterson has the ball, and then he keeps it, realizes there's open space, and runs into the end zone. That's a touchdown. So if a player on your team runs into the other team's end zone while having the ball, that's a touchdown. And that is worth six points. That's the most points you can score on any type of scoring play in football. Um, six points from a touchdown. Touchdowns are the ideal. In an ideal world, you'd move the ball down the field every time until you get a touchdown. So maybe on your first down of the game, you throw it all the way down the field and Trick Black catches it and you get a touchdown. Or maybe you run it up for three yards, you get a second and seven, then you run another three yards, it's third and three, four, then you run another yards, it's fourth and one then you run it three yards and you have first and ten maybe you keep doing that until you get a touchdown that's what army does um but either way if you get it in the other team's end zone that is a touchdown um after a touchdown you have a choice to make you either can 
score an extra point, which is worth one point, or a two-point conversion, which is worth two points. Almost every single time, you will see the team go for the extra point. Because basically what the extra point is, is you go to the two-yard line, you kick the ball into the uh, thingies. What are they called? The goalposts. Um, you have a kicker. It's a position. He kicks it into the goalpost. If it goes in, it's worth one point. Uh, I think almost every single time, if you go for an extra point, you'll make it, which is why generally you kind of say touchdowns are worth seven points because generally it's the touchdown and then it's the extra point. So the touchdown is six, the extra point is one. Almost every single time it will be seven points, but you can occasionally miss an extra point in which, in which case you will only get six points from that touchdown. It doesn't happen very often that a kicker will make, miss an extra point. Um, your other option is a two point conversion, which is also from the two-yard line. So it's after a touchdown. Instead of kicking from the two-yard line, you can try to score another touchdown and you start at that two-yard line, but you only get one try. So you don't have four downs to get there. You literally only have one try to get into the end zone with a, you know, throw it into the end zone and a player catches it or run into the end zone. Um, That's worth two points, but it's harder to do because if you can't move the ball those two yards, on one try, then your touchdown was only worth six points. You don't get those extra two points. So the only times you'll really see a team do that is like if it's really close and they're only going to win if they get those extra two points. Or sometimes a team will do that. Like Michigan did this against Rutgers a couple of years ago. Michigan was winning by a ton and they knew they could get those extra two points. So they're like, why not just do it to rub it in their face even more? But 90% of the time, um, they'll go for an extra point. Um, another way a team can score is they can kick a field goal. So a field goal is basically from wherever you are on the field, your kicker comes in and kicks it into those goalposts. So it's basically the exact same thing as an extra point, but it's not from the two-yard line. It's from wherever you happen to be on the field. Um, And that goes into, like, so fourth downs in general. Say it's fourth down. You've already gone, so you maybe went first and 10, and then you tried to throw it, and no one caught it, so it's second and 10. Maybe you threw it again, it's third and 10. And then you throw it again, and it's fourth and ten. No one ever caught it. You never move the ball on any of those downs. It's your fourth down. Um, What do you do? Because you need to get a first down. There's no fifth down. If you don't get a first down, what do you do? (laughs) There's no such thing as a fifth down. So if you don't move the ball those ten yards, you're kind of screwed. So there are a couple options. You can punt the ball, punt it, like kick it, like punting. You guys know what punting is. um, Away to the other side so that it's farther away so that when the other team comes on, they have farther to go for them to get a touchdown. You can go for it, which is basically like it's fourth down. You throw it, run it, whatever you usually do. But if you don't get that first down, then the opposing team gets the ball. um, Their offensive squad gets the ball wherever the ball is right now. So if it's close to your end zone, you might not want to go for it because if you don't get that first down, the other team is getting the ball wherever it is. But if say it's like fourth and one, and you think that you can get that extra yard, you might go for it. So yeah, if it's like a fourth and one, you might be like, let's just run it one yard. I know we can run it one yard, and then you get a first down, then it's first and ten. But if you if it's fourth and nine, and you don't know if you can get those nine yards, you might punt it away. And then the other option is if you're close enough, you don't think you can get that first down, say it's fourth and eight, you don't think you can go eight yards and get a first down, but you know you have a reliable kicker like Jake Moody who can come in and kick a field goal, then he can come in and kick a field goal in between those uprights. If that goes in, that's worth three points. So a field goal is worth three points, a touchdown is worth six points. Um, And then one last thing I'm going to talk about is turnovers (laughs) because Michigan football has a lot of those. So basically, say Shea Patterson is in at quarterback and... He goes to throw the ball to 
Ronnie Bell. But instead of Ronnie Bell, a player on the other team catches it. That's called an interception. And then that other team brings in their offensive squad. Michigan brings in their defensive squad. The ball has turned over. The other team now has possession of the ball, and the other team is now on offense. Um, Another option is, let's say the other team is in on defense or on offense. So let's say Rutgers is on an offense. Rutgers throws the ball to one of their receivers, but Lavert Hill, a Michigan defensive player, catches it, and then he runs and gets a touchdown for Michigan. You're allowed to do that. If a defensive player catches the ball, he can run and try to get a Michigan touchdown, and then that's worth six points, just like every other touchdown, and you kick that extra point. So defensive players can score touchdowns if they somehow catch an interception. That's called a pick six. And then finally, because it's Michigan, I have to mention this. If a player fumbles the ball, which is basically you drop the ball, you let go of the ball, you don't protect the ball, the other team can pick it up, recover the fumble, and go run and get a touchdown. Um, That happens in Michigan football. Shouldn't happen very often. Maybe shouldn't happen at all during the season. But in Michigan football, that happens occasionally to a lot. There's a range occasionally to a lot. So keep an eye out for that. If say Shea Patterson has the ball and he's trying to hand it off to the running back Zach Charbonnet so Zach Charbonnet can run with it but he drops it by accident and a defensive player from the other team picks it up and go runs over to the t- run goes and runs over to the end zone and scores a touchdown that will count as a touchdown for the other team so hopefully all of that made sense to you guys um if you have any other questions or any other topics you want us to talk about um we totally will and Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Reach out to our personal Instagrams and Twitters. We would love to hear from you guys and hear more ideas of what you want us to talk about. So thank you so much for listening and go blue. Yeah.